Hello. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It is another episode of the Road Nostalgia Podcast coming to you live and direct from Halloween Town, Disney, California, aka uh, Ruben's Garage. Uh, <laughs> What's up? We got another episode for you guys. Uh, surprisingly, Ruben watched a ton of shit this week. Hell yeah, so, dude. Uh, so I think he's going to bust some nuts, if you know what I mean. Also, we got some news on deck for you, if you guys are the news kind, if you guys like that bullshit. Um, but yeah, what's going on, Ruben? Dude, I've, I've been liking, and that's just upset, dude. I don't know. Why? So I went to go see The Green Knight, right? It's like it's, it's like so dumb because it's like such a little thing, but uh-huh. it bothers me uh-huh. so much. Uh-huh. We went to go see, oh, we went to go see Old, right? At yeah. the Alamo Draft House. M. Night Shyamalan Madaka. So we went and um, I gave Mickey the parking. They're doing construction too. My, my wife, the parking ticket. And yeah. so she was in charge of the parking. She lost it. No, she just never got it validated. So when we were rolling, it was like $30. Dude, okay. So like we, we got to, you know, like the, the exit where they have yeah, the arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, there was this guy that I don't know what he was doing. Like he stopped and every, there, a whole line built up behind us. Yeah, because he probably didn't want to pay. He probably thought he yeah. got it validated and he wanted to pay. And so then he like was holding it up and then like, you know, there's two of them, so he would go to the next person, then I trying to do stuff in their thing, and they're yeah. like, what the fuck? So anyway, he left, and then I got there, and then I put it in, and it was $45. Yeah, sounds I was right. like, oh, my God. That happened yeah. to me one time in L.A. I went to, at the El Rey. I went to the El Rey, parked in the parking structure. I didn't know that it closed at a certain time, and you had to get it validated, you know what I mean? I just figured, oh, man, what's the worst I could pay? Like, yeah. 25 bucks. I thought it was going to be like 10 $12, you know? Yeah, so I leave, and then fucking... Uh, uh, I'm about to leave. I, I get in my car and I pull up to the thing and I put my ticket in. It's sixty dollars. I'm uh, like, wait, what? That's sixty dollars. Like, and then that thing happens and I'm like sitting there and I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna pay this. Like, what? Yeah. The? Like, and then uh, there's a the girl behind me. It's like a young chick. She rolls up to me and she's like, dude, what's going on? And I'm like, dude, I didn't know it was gonna be fucking sixty dollars. I don't want to pay sixty dollars. She's like, all right, this is what you're gonna do. I'm gonna put in my I'm gonna put in my my uh my card and I'm gonna pay for it and we're just gonna like mash through like oh okay and i was like all right and hers was only five dollars because they went to the chipotle there's a chipotle right there on fucking uh is it what what street is uh the el rey on it's on la brea and wilshire yeah and right there on wilshire and so yeah she fucking we put it in and she's like she's like get in the car and i'm like uh all right she's like get in your car <laughs> and then that her dude pulls up right behind me uh-huh. and then they put it in and she's like as soon as it starts going up just go yeah yeah and a fucking we both zoomed right through dude like <laughs> That's badass. And i was like oh my god thank you she just started laughing but yeah dude like yeah it's like so nerve-wracking too you're sitting there like and you're like i'm not gonna pay 60 yeah, like dollars yeah. dude like yeah did you end up paying yeah, we ended up paying because there was already oh there was God. a line already. Yeah, so we couldn't reverse. That's uh, we could have just reversed one and and invalidated it. Yeah. But and it's just I don't know why it just bugs me. Like it's just like I don't. It's like whatever. Like we bought like old fashions that were like twenty yeah. bucks almost. You know, so it's it's just uh, the fact that like just because we didn't stamp it, we had to pay. I thought you were gonna say it was crowded because I got a story for you too. But we'll go into it. But yeah, uh, that's crazy. How was it, Alamo? I haven't been in. Oh, dude, it was awesome. Been. Yeah, it was awesome. I I went twice this week. Do they have a? a uh, separating people yeah oh, okay. so it's two seats to yeah. okay yeah two seats to the left and the right of you okay um it's cool man it's just every, everything's exactly the same you know yeah everything's open like the bar is open and you just go in yeah yeah there was really no difference except that the <laughs> the entrance from the elevator doesn't go in anymore and it, like, you have to go through in like the side not it's really the front door but we would always go oh in the i side know door. what you're talking about yeah. yeah that's like the only thing oh. but um it's cool man i when i got there I was like, okay, I because like when I I've only been in the theater a, a handful of times. And yeah, like I think I went twice with you guys, you and Ralph. Yeah, and this is the only other time I went. Santa Anita. Yeah, and like then I was a little sketched out, you know, so I wasn't too comfortable. But there, yeah. I felt like totally comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Like you look at the tables and they're just like all brand new, clean. You can yeah. totally tell. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So like it, I felt comfortable, and then like yeah. they had. They have this thing now where they before the movies they play it and they're showing you like scenes from movies of people watching movies inside the movies, like at yeah. a movie theater. And like it's like all these like Shawshank Redemption, you know, they're like in the watching the Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. So like in stuff the like that. Yeah, you know? And then and then it just starts showing like people in the theater, like in Alamo, like actual customers. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, that's fucking cool. Like it's like kinda like it's like they got a new like uh intro vid. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it pulled on my heartstrings a little bit. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm back. Stop. I'm back, baby. <laughs> oh shit. Other than that, how's your life, my boy? Oh, dude, it's fucking it's it's just wild right now. <laughs> it's just like it's just like there's 
like no time right now, dude. Really? Like like for my wife's job, like some people quit and so like So she's picking having to pick up the yeah. slack. Yeah. So like she's working late now and so it just kinda of throws everything off. But yeah. I don't know. It's temporary. So yeah. like I'm just like whatever. Like it just makes the time go by so dude, I can't believe it we're in August already. It's like I know that that tripped me out too the other day. I was like, Wait, we're in August? Like we're four months away from Christmas? Like it's crazy, this dude. It's wild. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's just like there's no time for anything, but like it's just flying by. Yeah. So it's pretty wild. Yeah, this year's gonna go by again pretty quick, dude. Like, I know. Before I, I know it. Thanksgiving's gonna be here. Yeah. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> so you've been going to shows, right? Like. Yeah, I've been going to shows. How's that been? Uh, going to shows is cool. The show I went to, I went to go see King Woman at the Lodge Room. Um, How's the vibe? Like, do people are like, do you, do you feel like the like kind of attention at the shows public? I go to? For the most part, I'd like to. I like to think that you know I'm going to shows that are like uh, kids that are like open minded and like are gonna get vaccinated. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, I have no idea. You know what I mean? I can't. I I I can't. I I, I came to uh, like I came to accept that fact that like at this point, if I catch the Rona, I catch the Rona. Like there's yeah. no, I'm putting like you know when we were in when we were in uh, pandemic pandemic like when everything was shut down and we were first starting to go to the movies my my mindset was like well i'm taking this risk like i'm mm. going out and like if people are annoyed that they're out it's like hey you're out here you know you don't have to be in this movie theater right now you can like exactly yeah. you can go home and like when i go to shows now it's just like that's that's a risk like yeah that's a risk i'm really taking and so like some shows i'm like damn do i really want to go but it's like yeah i want to go so like it's, yeah so some of the shows like the last that king woman show it was i was like that i did something i haven't done in a long fucking time i went to a fucking i went to a movie screening and then right after i went to the show oh yeah it was in glendale both oh, of them. okay and but it's like yeah i like mashed out and i thought i was gonna be all late and i roll in and like the the headliner hadn't even gone on and it's like 10 45 oh cool so like they don't end up going on until 11 o'clock and it's just like but yeah it's like at the lodge room i know it's not like full capacity but it's way more than the first show my first show back was at mine sign at the lodge room that's when the clippers won when i was texting you guys, oh right? yeah yeah and like a lot of people were vaxxed and uh, not vaxxed had masks and like specifically where i was standing mm-hmm. in that back corner everybody around me had masks and like there was mad room and this one it was a little different it was a lot more people and then they had the smog fog machine going oh yeah so you're like, thinking the people uh, breathe that in yeah it's like and it's like heavy out. it's like it's not even breathe in breathe out it's like that's a layer of like like air particles so it's yeah. like it's not gonna like float away like it would if there was nothing in the air that's why I, I have a coworker that vapes and i'm I don't, i'm thinking like okay does that vape go into his lungs and then now it comes out infected and then you breathe it in i'm sure huh yeah i'm sure that's but yeah it's just like oh man this yeah the last one i went to was kind of scary but it, it is what it is my boy like yeah i can't really i can't i can't stop at this point i'm just I, like i feel like you've done all you could do you know to just like I mean, I still wear a mask. That's I still insane. go out like, like I, I still wear a mask. That's it's not like it's not. They may not necessarily protect me. I don't know. There's you know a bunch of our friends who are conspiracy theorists who think that may not could protect me. But uh-huh. hey, man, I get sick all. I was like, I didn't get sick all last year. Like I didn't yeah. have a fucking cold. So uh-huh. something must have been you know. Definitely, yeah. You know, it's I like I was sick. working every day. I never stopped working. So it's uh-huh. like something must be going on. You know. So yeah, I don't know, man. It's just like yeah. yeah I think yeah, definitely because. Cause I didn't, I haven't got sick in like in two years, you know. Knock on wood. Yeah, but um, yeah, but like for me, it's still still a little hard to kind of like let go and do things. Yeah. Because Penny is like so vulnerable, like she can't get vaccinated. So yeah. like, even if I do, I'm not like scared of getting it. And like, cause I always hear like, if you get like the breakthrough infection, yeah, it's just like a, a two day cold, and like yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah. you know, not bad. Yeah. But then I could still pass it on, so that's what I'm like. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So like the my story was I the story I was going to tell you about was I went to go see Stillwater, you know, and, uh, I went to go to AMC Sunday, the first showing Sunday at an AMC, right? In my head, all the movies that I've gone to at AMC have been like maybe like half full at the most, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I think the theater I've seen the most people was either Spiral or, uh, the Roadrunner movie, the Anthony Bourdain doc, like, and even that, like, plenty of seats you know what i mean plenty yeah. of people like a good three seats between the next person on my row and that's like the only two people on that row and then you go up there's like one person in that row and you know what i mean so like i buy my tickets i bought my tickets hella early during the week when i bought my tickets there was only uh three other people that had bought tickets you know what i mean so i'm like all right cool like shouldn't be bad tell me why i walk into the theater and like i walk in and i walk right in the theater like i'm gonna go to my seat and then i look to the right and it's a packed theater like packed 
And I just like, am I in the right theater? So like I go back into the little, that little, like the little alley you walk into, yeah. you know, the entrance. And so like, I go and I look at my theater and I'm like, yeah, the guy said theater 12. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, and then I look again and I'm like, I go back outside to make sure I'm in the right fucking theater. And then I go back in and it's like sold out, dude. Like it's a fucking sold out showing. Shoulder to shoulder. It was my row. I wasn't, but the row behind me was shoulder to shoulder. Wow. So like there was just one space between me and the person next to me, but the whole row was on mine was like full. There was even people in the handicap in the front. Oh, crazy. Just all old people. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? What movie was it again? Stillwater. Oh, Stillwater. And yeah. that got me scared. That was like the first time that I've been like, maybe I shouldn't be out. here. Yeah. Maybe I should just come to later showings. I was, I was super sketched because I could feel the people right behind me. It's just like when I went to go see The Green Knight, there was people. I, I, I bought tickets right in the middle. And there was three kids in front of me and three kids behind me. But there was nobody on the side of us. And it was in the big theater. And I just, I don't know, something like that makes me feel like, okay, fine. When I went to Stillwater, dog, like, it was just like, what the fuck, bro? Like, yeah, that's the first time I've gotten like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be going. To, like, this isn't worth it. You yeah. Know what I mean? Because, like, you hear all these people talking. And it's like, nobody's wearing their fucking mask. They tell you, oh, you're only supposed to wear your mask when you're eat, when you're only eating. You know what I mean? But... Nobody does that. Everybody's yeah. like, well, you know, at Alamo, they come and look and, and they'll, they'll tell you stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Like when we were there, when I, we were watching old, yeah, I heard two people, they had to tell two different people, like, like if you're not eating or drinking, you got to leave your mask on. Really? So they're very strict there. They tell you at Lamley, like right when you buy your ticket or whatever, they tell you that, but it's not like, yeah. I guess because they're always walking around taking orders and stuff. Yeah. If, if, they, yeah. if they see you, they'll like, got it. Pretty much give us money for food or else you can, you know, you got can't it. like not have your mask on. Yeah. So it's a little sketch. Like, that's the first time I've been like, uh. My first, my first show is going to be in uh, two weeks, uh, Limp Biscuit at the Palladium. <sighs> Good luck, bud. They're a pro vax band, though. I know they're a pro vax band, but they're, they're fans aren't. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, but um, that's a big venue. Yeah, I'm is. going to a show at the end of this month, and I'm a little scared. I've never been to the venue, but I know it's like a bar, and yeah, it's one of those like smaller shows. So Adam Green, I listened to that podcast, uh, the movie Crypt. Yeah, they went to see White Snake. Oh, they're into like like hair yeah, metal yeah, bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Joe Lynch like took his mask off because he was having beers and stuff. Yeah, and Adam didn't, and um. The following, like, two days later, he got the alert that, like, oh, you were around somebody with COVID. Yeah. And then Joe got sick. <laughs> so then, like, for the podcasts I listened to, they didn't get the results yet. Yeah. But, like, I guess he was there, Adam was saying because he had his mask off, like, he, he's probably caught it, but, like, Adam didn't. Yeah. Because Adam was fine. Yeah. But he was just saying, like, how cool that system is. Like, it tells you, like, okay, you, well, you were within this many feet of somebody that. What system? So it, you could opt in on your iPhone, yeah, and um, you turn on your like your tracking, whatever. And if somebody is around you, like it pings the phones around you, and if somebody tests positive, that's around you, it'll let you know. What app is this? It's in the it's in your settings. What the hell? I don't know. I know. I know about this. I don't know. It's, it's a thing that they did, and it's just like I, I forget what they call it, but yeah, but it tracks, you know. Yeah. And uh, so it let him know. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like it just it was like pretty accurate. What so so whoever hell? was at the show like tested positive, you know, and that that's they were near wild, them. Wild, bro. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> and they're just saying like how everybody is like, oh, I don't want them to track me, and they're like, well, oh they fucking track you already. They you already. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I'm so tired of these fucking people, <laughs> dude. Oh my god, we have a friend in particular that's like, I'm just like, what are you posting, dude? Like, it just trips me out. We have a couple of friends and. That are mutual friends with us that we don't talk to anymore, but we like if I told you, you'd be like, Really? Oh, really? Yeah, and they're like deep into the anti vax thing. Like Like from what? Like one of them's a nurse. And you're just like, Wait, what? And and I know them? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't talked to them in a long time, but Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, they're like big anti vax, like don't don't believe the coercion by the government, this and that. You're just like, whatever. That's crazy, man. Let's just live your life and just fucking go. Don't you? There's no need to post. I just don't get it, dude. Like, I just don't get people's like, like need to like project their uh-huh. feelings. Like, our culture is so fucking bad at that. I mean, our 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 generation is so bad at that. Like, our generation specifically, it's like a really hard problem with like telling people how they feel. I mean, we're prime examples of that. We're doing a fucking podcast right now, uh-huh. and it's just like, I don't know, but it's just like. I'm not sitting here preaching. You hear about you, you know Matt Damon? Mean? He was doing like the promotion for Stillwater. Yeah, and he said that that uh, 
he was talking with his daughter at dinner and he said the uh, the f word like the yeah the that's false that oh, was it was a, that was a bad article he didn't say that nah he came out in a statement and he explained his situation my boy what was the situation I think they were just talking like his daughter was like how could you make a movie like that and you know she brings up the example that you use this word in it and he's like gave her context of like back in the day we use you know yeah of course yeah. it's bad you can't say that now but like yeah it was in that movie so he, he didn't use it during dinner no. oh that's see that's so dumb dude like that's like the whole headline <laughs> yeah like, he like released his own statement his pr people had to release a statement and then people after the fact are like oh you well you already you know what i mean like you already said it this and that uh-huh. and you're just like Oh my God, our generation is so bad. Yeah, so, like, so wild. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I just don't get it, man. It's like, what? How? Like, my biggest thing is like, it's so much easier to be empathetic, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Than to be like so angry at people. Because like, all these people that are like so angry about like the anti vax and this and that, it's like, why? I just feel like because they want to, they want people to know they are like on social media. And so that's why they do I that. I guess, you know? but like, our, a lot of our friends, it's like, why do you want to be right so bad? Uh huh. She's like, okay, yeah. and if you're right, you're right, man. Like, whatever, bro. <laughs> like, I what do you get? What do you get out of uh-huh. that? You know? I don't know, man. Speaking then, of Limp Biscuit, tell me about it, my boy. Do you watch the Lollapalooza this weekend? No, I didn't see any of it. No, no. I mean, I saw the pictures of him, and he looks like uh, uh, Julian Assange. <laughs> uh, but I didn't see like the set. I didn't see the Tyler. I didn't see nothing. Um, I saw Tyler was awesome. He did like one yeah. of his like. I, I know he just announced his tour, and it's like I want Steeple tickets. Center. Yeah, I want tickets so bad, but yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get them. So Tyler's performance was, I think, I think it was like one of his career highlights. Yeah, like he had a boat on stage. Yeah. He had like it was just like really sick. It was like yeah. a dock and everything. And then Limbiscuit had a good set too. <laughs> like they they asked everybody like, like is like whose first time like like who's in the crowd is it the first time seeing us you know and yeah. everybody raised their hands yeah. He was like, "All right, well, since it's your first time, you know, this is like, this is what a Limp Bizkit show is." But like, they got like every like out of all the Lollapalooza that I saw, because it was on Hulu, so I just had it on. Yeah, they got like the crowd like the most like amped up and like w- like worked up. It's so crazy. <laughs> I go like, "Damn, they still got it, man!" Oh my god, <laughs> he almost lost him at the beginning because he was like, like they started, they sing a song, and he's like, "Oh man," and he's like, "Megan the Stallion's on," you know, like now now it's time to to leave. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, like, you can't talk shit about her. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he was yeah, like, no, yeah. because she's good. You guys are going to leave us to go see her. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> it's like, what? White kids are funny. I know, man. It's funny. <laughs> but uh, they, they did good. And then they, they released a new song at the end. Oh, really? And then he just, like, went into the crowd, the COVID crowd, throwing t-shirts to everybody. Oh, again. my God. Yeah. <laughs> they, they all had it. And then they all got vaxxed. So. They all had corona? Yeah. Wow. They said that that they had it when it was barely like a thing. They were overseas oh. and like they didn't know what it was when they were out there. And yeah. then they started hearing the news, and then like they like canceled their tour. And then when they're on the way home, like they're all sick. That's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. So, but yeah, that was pretty cool. The it was insane that many people were there in Chicago, yeah. dude. I, I like, mean, nobody. I was, every, the memes online, the Where's Waldo, and yeah, that's like. Wow, man. That's the Delta Variento. Yeah, that shit was. That's pretty crazy. But he did. And then uh, Fred Durst asked, like, who's here is, who, who here is vaccinated? I saw that. I saw and, like, that. everybody Clip. raised their hands. So, I mean, that's that's a good sign. It's just people raising their hand. <laughs> they, they don't want to be shamed or like that. Yes. Judged. I don't care. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, did you watch any movies this week besides, uh, what did you say you watched at the Alamo? Okay, so I saw the. You said Greek, old. You said I saw old, yeah. Um, I really liked it, dude. And I, it, it was, like, kind of, like, super campy. Uh-huh. But, like, I think that was part of the charm. Okay. And it was, I was like nervous throughout the whole time because I was like, okay, there's like a, the guy, like I like I won't do major spoilers, but like like the actual movie itself is really good when they're on the beach, yeah. And then like you see like a like a shimmering light on the, uh-huh. the rock, and you're just like, ah, oh, what's he gonna do? You know, like what's like yeah. gonna be the twist or whatever. It wasn't the greatest twist or whatever, <laughs> but <laughs> it didn't ruin it didn't ruin the movie for me, you know. It didn't ruin the movie. I yeah, just, I wasn't into the movie, so it's just kind of like I was into it, dude. Uh, I, wasn't. It was I was like, like, all right, this is this is enough for me. <laughs> when, when like the kids like like grew older, <laughs> when they, well, I don't want to. I'm not gonna ruin it, but I mean, there's one point where it lost me. I was done. I was like, I'm over. I'm done. I'm done. What part I was just, it? I just want to see the end. All right, like uh, wait, what part was it? When they consummate their friendship. <laughs> oh yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> But it was like this. There's, there's parts of that movie that are like fucking like so sad, man. No, it's not. I it is. Felt no sympathy. Like when the kids got Have older. Have you seen Pig? No. Oh. 
But it's on VOD now, so I'll probably watch it this week. Um, like really when the when the kids got old, dude, I was just like, oh, dude, because it's like you lose out on all those years, you know. It's like sad. It's a movie, buddy. No, I understand that, but you could say anything, even like the movies you like. You'd be like, it's a movie, dude. I know, and I that's why I say that's yeah, that's the whole point. Snake Eyes, it's a movie. <laughs> oh my god, dude! How can you tell me anything about old if you're over here trying to champion Snake Eyes? I never said Snake Eyes is the greatest movie ever. I tell you, you said it's listen, one of your favorite movies. If this you year, go back and listen to the pod because I listened to it today, you can you, listen. You to said it. it's one of your favorite movies. I said this it year. might be, and I'm still it still might be. I, that shit is fire. But I like I said, I guarantee to anybody to watch the first thirty minutes <laughs> and not tell me they don't enjoy that bitch. I don't know, man. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll watch the first thirty minutes and then you let me know. You'll be like, I'll, I'll let you know. Okay, I might have I'll to watch honest. the rest of this. I might have to watch the rest of this. I hear that about Battleship, and I always want to watch Battleship because I hear people say Battleship it's really is good. bad. <laughs> it's bad. That's bad. Rihanna, right? Yeah, Rihanna. Yeah, it's bad. That's with Taylor Kitsch. That was with me and Ralph were like super into Taylor Kitsch because he was Riggins in uh, Friday Night Lights. I don't even know. We might have <laughs> went to go see that movie, and it's like, oh, that's when I went to see John Carpenter and Mars. I still think that movie's good, but oh yeah, that's it's really good. Yeah, he's in it. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I liked it. It was like intense. Like it was just like, you know, and there was still a mystery behind it, you know. So it's cool. I liked yeah. it. I recommend it, especially <laughs> if you're a fan of his. It's, no way, don't. Yeah, I'm just it, kidding. I don't, I don't care. You can go watch it. Uh, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, if you're a fan, especially if you're a fan of his, it's like yeah, especially if you like his newer stuff. He like leans into the Hitchcockness. Of yeah, that's what movies. it is, right? That's like the vibe, the Hitchcock vibe. That's all his movies are Hitchcock vibes. That's why I like him, dude. I think he rips. It, he rips mm-hmm. off. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody rips off like Amblin movies and like Steven Spielberg. Yeah, he even said. Uh, I like the visit better than this one for sure. Yeah, overall, I think the visit might be a better movie. Um, what was the last one he made? I don't know. It might have been the visit. No, there was one before that. There's one after that. Oh, Glass. Oh yeah, yeah, Glass. Yeah, the the, the first two were good. The Glass was whatever. Um, he did like an intro before the movie. That was pretty cool. Yes, yeah, he did. And then I guess I don't know if it was. Only at the Alamo, but they were doing like interviews with him, and he was saying like he has. Oh no, like, they just did the intro. It's like welcome back to the movies. Oh, like he so like he has like these posters on the wall that he looks on every time he writes and tries yeah, to didn't, take didn't do any of that. all his favorite parts of those movies, like from yeah. when he writes a script or something. Yeah, but he admits to like Rope, Anatomy, Anatomy of a Murder, Vertigo. You're like those are all Hitchcock. Movies. <laughs> <laughs> he did rent to Rear Window. <laughs> Disturbia, go watch Disturbia, Disturbia. guys. You don't want to watch the Rear Sh- Window? Shalabouf. Disturbia. It's basically a modern retelling of uh, Rear Window. So I saw that one, and then I saw Fast Nine. Oh, okay. Ah, <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. Like, it's like, like the same reaction Ralph had. I was like, "You're not gonna like it," but I, he's like, "I had fun watching." Yeah, it. Like, like it was it's not definitely not the greatest movie, but yeah, yeah. Like I, like, he's like, even I, when they went into space, he was like, "You know what? When they went into space, I was like, all right, we've gone, <laughs> we've gone past a point at this point.'" Yeah, because they they just go to space just to go to space. So it was like really no like. <laughs> It was a because like at, like right before that part, I like I looked at my wife. I was like, "What the what the fuck's going on?" Like, <laughs> like what like I I've been watching this movie with you, but I still I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's cool. I mean, if you're a fan, obviously you got to watch it because you're you're fucking nine movies in. You know, like you got to continue. Oh, and old and one of the big I before you end. I know you just you're talking about different movies, but in old, what really bothered me is like you never find out what the guy the the doctor had. Like you don't ever know what he had. It's just like oh dementia. Is that dementia though? Yeah. Uh, okay. Because they, they talk about it at the very end when the the reveal yeah the re, like the reveal whatever no that's just in general no but they were seeing him like his his psychosis whatever they were saying about him oh okay yeah because they kind of went into everybody's like you know oh okay all right yeah but um yeah so then Fast Nine School uh, I like that that they brought Tokyo Drift like just absorbed, the characters yeah, yeah dude I was like so said, happy yeah, when I saw yeah. them that was like my favorite part yeah Wabake. Uh, definitely the rock is missed for sure. That's what I told Ralph, and I was yeah. like, Shh, you know, you know, you're not, a, you're not a fan of the franchise. No, I was like, no, no, no. If there's no Tubbs and Sh- uh, Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw, Hobbs, I'm like, yeah. I need both of them, bro. He's like, those are trash. Nah, dude, come on, like, dude, he wasn't. Uh, I asked, all I asked him was, is Kurt Russell in it? And he was like, yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, they show like screens of him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I didn't know, but like Hobbs is in like four movies. Like Fast and Furious movies? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I th- from five to the five, basically on. Right? Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. So definitely, he's part of the series, man. Yeah. But um, I guess he's not gonna be in any more like going forward. Yeah, because he's he doesn't he don't fuck with your boy Dominic Toretto and Pitch Black, dude, amazing movie. 
Yeah. Um, he's still gonna do another Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, okay. So he'll still do that. But yeah. And then I saw Adventures in Babysitting. It was I just I saw a long time ago as a kid. Uh, it's a Christopher Columbus movie. It's great. It's just like Thor. It's just like really good. And this is like Thor, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a fun movie, you know, kind of like Goonies ish, whatever. Like it's good. If you you guys never saw Avengers of Babysitting, if you've seen The Sitter, which was a movie that came out with Jonah Hill a couple years ago, this is basically the same exact movie. Yeah, it's about a girl um, who is a babysitter. Um, why did she go to? Why did she end up in downtown or in New York? Like in downtown New York, they live in the suburbs. She's taking care of these kids, and then they they somehow end up in downtown New York. Um. um Either she gets invited to like a party or something. No, they have to go. I forget. But anyways, they get they, she gets they get them to uh, New York, and they think it's just gonna be a real quick tr- real quick trip, and then all these hijinks ensue. Like one of the kids, they lose one of the kids, and they think they're getting chased by a killer. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's good. It's a comedy. It's a good movie from the came out in eighty seven. I think yeah, late eighties. Thirty one years old, dude. Elizabeth Shue, right? Is that Elizabeth Shue? I believe so. I think that's the oh movie crazy. Yeah, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, it's good. I like. I definitely recommend it. And okay, so then the other movies uh, I saw, you saw too. So it's like the Green Knight, uh, Jungle Cruise. Oh hell yeah! And Ride the Eagle. Hell yeah! So I don't know if you want to talk about what you saw be- besides those movies. Uh, I didn't see. Oh, actually, I did see a lot. Uh, I saw All the Streets Are Silent, and that was the day I went to go to the Q and A, and I went to a show after. Uh, the Q and A was with the editor slash, uh, videographer or like the kid who's all the footage they use, um, and Rosario Dawson and this, uh, skateboarder named Vinnie Ponte. Um, but it's like, uh, it's a documentary specifically made for kids like me, um, who were like infatuated with like Supreme and Supreme culture. Oh yeah. Uh, the documentary is basically about the start of, uh, the like amalgamation or or the the or the what do you call it? the fusion of like when hip hop and uh like streetwear culture came together in the early nineties to uh early two thousands. Rosario Dawson is she interviewing? Is she like interviewing it or does she narrate it? She's in it. They interview her because essentially like so it starts off with the whole story of like if you don't know the story of Supreme, the clothing company, it was like a, a skateboard shop that started in 1994. From there, all these guys branched off and started other like clothing companies and stuff like that. In that culture, they f- they found the kids that made they made kids, uh, the movie kids. the Larry oh, okay, Clark movie. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's how she kind of winds up, because like all those kids were all like Supreme kids, like little rats, like they hang out at Supreme uh-huh. and. All that shit. But it just basically starts with the club culture and all those kids that, like, became Supreme Heads and, like, Jeff Pang, who started, like, uh, American Airlines Skateboards or uh, or Mike Hernandez or Peter Beachy. Like, even they interview, even interview uh, Gino Iannucci for all the skateheads know. Like, that's legendary. One of the greatest skaters of all time. Um, he was all part of that crew. They have, like, footage of, like, Keith Huff, uh, Keith Huffnagel. Um, Harold Hunter, shit like that. But it be- essentially, it just goes through the story of like how Supreme started and how it was like birthed out of like club culture. Like all these kids, they started like hip hop clubs in the early 90s. And they like, all these kids were like, all these kids now are like famous streetwear head guys now, like that have, that have, in, uh, that have, uh, influenced the culture. Uh-huh. Pop culture, streetwear culture, hip hop culture, all that. Like, you know, through them, they made brands like Zoo York. They made like, uh, Fat Farm, Echo, all that shit, you know, was birthed after Supreme, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, this documentary is just basically talking about that. It's really good. I, I It's supposed to be coming to VOD pretty soon, but uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. I had heard about it a couple of years ago. This is like a, a documentary they, they were always talking about making. Uh, this guy named Jeremy Elkin, who's like a super famous skate photographer, said he was like making this. It's always kind of been like word of mouth. Oh, and then okay. last year... Uh, or this earlier this year, it premiered at Tribeca Film Festival, and everybody's like, "Holy shit, it's really coming out!" And I could have seen it then, but I was like, "You know, I'm just gonna wait." And uh, yeah, it came out this past weekend. Uh, it, sh- it was showing in LA. I found out at the last minute they were doing a Q and A. I was like, "The show I'm going to is kind of late. Like mm-hmm. doors don't open till nine. Like if I go, it's the sh- movies at seven thirty. It's in the same city. Like so, yeah, I went there, saw it. I was like really happy I saw it. I was like really blown away by the documentary." Is it on VOD now, or is it? It will be. I don't know if it, it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool documentary about all that. If you don't know, or if you just want to know about the history of like Supreme, uh, how like Larry Clark found the kids for uh, 
the kids to be in kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, like how, how Harmony Corinne and all that shit, how he came together with all these little kids. Such a fucked up movie, man. Yeah, it's pretty wild. They talk yeah. about that. Um, but yeah, then they, they, they had a Q&A after. The guy was like, the guy whose like footage it all is, is basically like, yeah, I stole like my camcorder from my grandpa and was just like recording shit. You know what I mean? And like. Yeah, I just had like uh, I just like love cameras. I had no idea that this was going to be a documentary. Like thirty years later, it's just one of those things. Like I had all this footage, and I was the only kid with the camera. So like, yeah, that's you know, crazy. It's pretty rare you see like all these famous skateboarders and shit when they're like mad little. Um, but yeah, I saw that. That was pretty cool. Um, and then I saw uh, Stillwater. Um, so Stillwater's okay. I had like high expectations. I'm a, I like Todd McCarthy. I like he, he directed, uh, wrote and directed spotlight. Um, this is his new movie. He wrote and directed. It's got major flaws. Uh, Matt Damon's like a hell of an actor. gives a hell of a performance, but it's one of those movies where it's just like the twist. I'm sure sounded good in the pitch room where he's just like, you know, it's like an American lost in France and it's not like taken. It's like a real, like the vanishing, like, uh, the secret in our eyes. Like it's a real, like, um, french movie it's like a european it's got the european sensibilities of like uh-huh. a guy lost you know what i mean he's like he's an american lost in france and he's like yeah he doesn't speak the language and it's just like kind of like a thriller like that you know it doesn't necessarily work because you don't necessarily need that turn you know i, I think if i would have watched it and it was just like about a french girl who gets accused of killing a guy in france and like it's about her dad trying to like work the system because the system failed her so he's like gonna do his own investigation i don't know it still would have worked it's just like the twist like, I'm sure they sold it as, like, well, it's Matt Damon and he's an American in France. Yeah. Like, okay. I always thought for some reason that Stillwater was, like, um, Aaron Brockovich, but just with Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Stillwater is called that. It's because that's, I guess, the name of the town where he's from. Oh, okay. Stillwater, Oklahoma. Oh, okay. And so there's, like, it plays a part in the movie. But uh, the third act has, like, a lot of problems. And that's, like, if you go read online, they're going to say that. Like, that's the big problem with the movies. Um, I don't know if I agree with that, but it's... It's kind of like one of those movies where, like, if you're not in on on this with with the if you're not in on the journey with these characters, then like, yeah, the third act is gonna be like, what the fuck? But it's like, it's a movie, man. You kind of got to give yourself over to it. You know what I mean? Is it kind of like an old school movie, a little bit like, like the the jackal, like you know, like those type of like that style of like. No. No. Okay. No. It's not. Like, it, there's it seemed no, a little bit like that. Like, there's the no. Trailer. There's no fighting whatsoever. Oh, okay. Nothing like that. Uh, it's probably closer to all the all the uh president's man that it is to take in mm, like, okay yeah and uh it's good there's a little girl in it she's like really fucking good in it but uh it wasn't the great i was let down by it i wouldn't say i wouldn't not recommend it but i'd be like if you like todd mccarthy movies go watch it mm-hmm. um yeah he does a good performance but it's not the greatest um i saw the green knight saw jungle cruise oh ride the eagle we watched philadelphia you know what i mean it's on Amazon. <laughs> i like philadelphia um and then i saw i went to another q a this weekend to go see uh hollywood shuffle and the mighty quinn at the uh american cinematech in santa monica and uh yeah that was probably one of the best uh q a experiences i've had in a really fucking long time if not one of the best of all time i've ever been to um the q a went way longer way longer than expected they were supposed to start the movie at 10 o'clock then start the next movie until 11 because the q a was just going that long oh really yeah it was moderated by jb smooth oh uh, really that's cool because usually they like cut they cut it off they did he 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 asked a couple times should i stop and the guy was like nah man just keep going like he asked the audience like do you guys want to keep going he's like yeah oh that's cool (laughs) um was like one of the most inspiring uh q a's i've ever been to but it was also one of the most realistic Q and A's I've ever been to, mm. in the sense that like, yeah, he like he gave people a lot of hope in that room. He was like really uh, inspiring, but he was like mad frank with a lot of people because you know like when you go to these Q and A's, a lot of people ask like, what would you have? What kind of advice would you have for like up and coming writers? Just in that, you know, what I mean the mm. typical fucking L A questions. Yeah. it's like that's I don't I don't want to know that. That's a question for you. I want to know questions that like everybody is here to see this movie and ask this director. I want to know everything about him. So a lot you know of people, I mean? a lot of those people, I feel like they just want to hear themselves talk to. Yeah, and he just was straight up with a lot of these people. He was like, you know what, do it. Like set a set a timeline and fucking do it. And like, uh, like you have to do it. You just can't. You can't not say you're gonna do something and not do it. Like, yeah. If you want to be a writer, write something and then get as many people as you can to do like a, a table read for it. It's like set a fucking date. You tell yourself in a year, I'm going to get like this, this person and this person to table read this fucking, you know, 
it's like you have to aim for something. Mm-hmm. You can't just be like, you just got to do it, you know? Yeah. And then another guy asked, what did he ask? He's like, you know, like, was there ever a time where you fell down? You know, we hear the stories about Hollywood Shuffle, how you maxed out credit cards. Yeah, we're in $100,000 worth of debt when you made that movie, this and that. Like, like, didn't you ever feel down? Like, didn't you ever doubt yourself? Like, what do you tell yourself to bring yourself out of that? And he's like, I'm going to tell you this right now. He's like, if you are, like, not willing to fail, then you should not be in this business, period. Like if you're not gonna fucking try, if you're not gonna like be willing to go a hundred thousand dollars in a debt, uh-huh. then this isn't for you. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? This like the chance I have is like one in a million. You know what I mean? And he's like, I don't take that for granted at all. But I also don't sit there on the fucking sidelines and like not try to go for things, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he tells like these really inspiring stories of like how he became an actor, you know what I mean? It's like he was an extra in the Warriors and he like kind of was paying attention to the directors, was like, I'm gonna do this, this, and this. And like Maybe the director notices me if I do something stupid. It, it worked, you know what I mean? He got the, <laughs> he got Walter Hill's fucking attention, and he's like, "That's your, I'm going to make you, uh, you're going to have a bit part, and now you got your sad card. And he's like, now you're going to get, now you have the opportunity to go for, you know, other things and this and that. And it was really good, man. It was really, I was really fucking inspired. I was like, holy shit. Like, sometimes you just need somebody to be that frank with you. you uh-huh. know? Sometimes with a lot of these things, a lot of these Q&As, they like sugarcoat it. And they're just like, you know, just do it. Like, They'll have people ask, like, what would you tell somebody? He's like, well, you just got to do it. You just got to practice it. And, like, yeah, I hear that a million times. But, like, for somebody to be like, listen, guys, like, if you're not willing to fucking go $100,000 into debt, then you shouldn't be here, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you you want this job? There's a million other guys that want this job. Like, you know? I don't know. Yeah. It's really cool. That's cool. Um, what, what movie was that? Hollywood Shuffle and The Mighty Quinn. What's, uh, what's that? Uh, Hollywood Shuffle is like a probably like the one one of the most famous satires like ever made. Uh, it's got like a bunch of comedians you know in it. Uh-huh. Um, it's got like it was co-written by Keenan Ivory Wayne. It's got like a bunch of the Waynes in it. Um, John Witherspoon, Paul Mooney. Oh, so it's an older movie. Yeah, it's from the eighties. Oh, it came out okay. the same year as Do the Right Thing, and some people say that it kind of got overshadowed by Do the Right Thing. Uh huh. But it's like so smart. It's like without Hollywood Shuffle, there would be no like Chappelle show. Oh, it ba- okay. It's a ba- it, there would be no key and peel. It's essentially like a movie with a bunch of sketches in it. Um, it's about a guy who's just trying to be an actor in Hollywood, and it's it's like CB four almost. It's like uh, you go and like everything's like you got to be black. You're not black enough. Can you black it up? Like you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's about his journey trying to be an actor, but it's a comedy. So like, it'll cut to like black acting school, and it's got like all these white teachers to like, nah, brother, you got to talk with jab like this. And it's like all these white guys talking and. It's funny, man. It's a great satire. If you've never seen it, I highly recommend it. Um, and then the Mighty Quinn, I had never seen. Uh, it's like a, a Denzel, one of Denzel's first movies, and Robert Townsend stars in it with him. And it's about a private eye in Jamaica, and it's like an old noir kind of thing like that. Oh, okay. Um, was it the greatest movie? But it's it's funny to hear a Denzel and Robert Townsend have like a patois, so they're like, "Come on, man, you know, do do do." They're like talking like that. It's uh, yeah. Pretty crazy. Uh, saw that. Saw Deja Vu because I was just on a Denzel kick, mm-hmm. and it was on fucking Prime. Forget how good that fucking movie. Val Kilmer's in it, huh? Yeah, I always I th- forget. I thought you probably saw that because you just saw the documentary. That's the other. That's the other reason. And I was like, man, this is really Scott Val Kilmer and Denzel Washington. Like, yeah, I'm gonna just watch rewatch this. Like, yeah, I fucking forget how good it is. It's got like it's a horrible plot for a movie, um, because it takes like huge swings. But man, <laughs> I forgot that. Uh, JC is in it. Jim Caviezel, he plays the bad guy. Oh, really? And that's like his turn of like when he started playing bad guys. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like, it's good. It's good. It's like a lot of like his other movies, uh, Denzel, in that category, like Man on Fire. The train uh, movie. Yeah, Unstoppable, Unstoppable. Taking a Pelham, One, Two, Three. Yeah. They're all kind of in that Where Did These Sky era. But yeah, it's good. Um, what else did I see that you didn't see? Um, I don't think. I saw Gone in 60 Seconds, the remake. Yeah, I just wanted to watch it. My dad was watching Pig that day, and he was like, we were watching it for a little bit, and then I I, I went home, and I was like, I want to put on something before I go to sleep, but I don't want to like have to like focus. Yeah. That's on Prime right now, so I was just like, uh, let me watch this. And it's fun. I forgot how much techno is in that fucking movie. That's like the late early 2000s <laughs> when like they were, it was all like techno, not house, like techno. Like the Like yes, like Moby. And you're like, or like Fatboy Slim is like, protecta, protecta. You're like, what the fuck? Like, but yeah, other than that, I saw 100 Foot Wave, which is like a show I've talked about. It's about guys, the big wave surfers. It's an HBO series. It's really fucking good. Really cool. It's starting to get pretty gnarlier and gnarlier. Um, it's just about the guy who like started big wave surfing and like made it an actual thing. It's cool. It's just like a 
HBO doesn't like even if their their worst their worst miniseries is still better than a lot of other people's miniseries. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I recommend it if you've never seen it. But other than that, saw the Green Knight, saw Ride the Eagle, and Jungle Cruise. Right, what do you want to talk about first? I'm talk about Jungle Cruise. All right. So I enjoy Jungle Cruise. Uh-huh. I like Jungle Cruise a lot. It reminds me a lot of the Mummy, my boy. Yeah, I know um, exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's like the same setup. Like a sister and brother, like from England, are on the like. On search for a holy grail, like uh-huh. they are the fucking mummy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, then they have like animals that come to life, uh, a Spanish instead of Egyptian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I just hate that they always have to make a love interest for The Rock. Like, I know. It's so awkward. Like, there's no chemistry between Emily Blunt and The Rock, but there, there, so it, there's it, no it, chemistry no, whatsoever. It, so it was good as like until it became like a love story type of thing yes it's like, like it's just like back and why forth why do you have fun. to have that yes it was fun and then when they it's had like the like stuff. the romantic part it was just like all right okay that you kind of lost so me right. on that i really did like uh the homage to like uh like the era of like the african queen or like the treasures sierra madre where like uh-huh. they had the rolling camera and it's like about a boat you know like in search of treasure so like yeah that's, well, cool. that's what the rides based off of i think the african queen oh okay yes yeah so, yeah so that's why and then like i guess they they but a lot of the same jokes from the ride into the movie. Okay. I guess like that one where he says like the ninth wonder of the world. It's like the back of water. Oh yes, they always do that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like everybody gets pissed off if your if your tour guy doesn't tell you that. And yeah. Like, so like they put a lot of that stuff in it. Oh okay. I I liked how like everything looked fake, but like I liked that it looked like yeah. it reminded me of the of rides. It yeah. reminded me of like it had like a feeling to it. You know like I enjoyed it. It was like super tongue in cheek. It definitely knew what it was because you have Jesse Plemons playing like fucking Klaus Kinski. Know, man. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what he's doing, but I, he's like having the most fun he's ever had in his fucking life. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's like that. And then you have Paul Giamatti that's basically like the guy that sticks his hand in a socket in every cartoon. It's like, or like the guy that puts dynamite in his pants, like in every cartoon. Yeah. It's just like constantly smoking on fire. Like, yeah. He's like uh, the dudes from uh, Home Alone. Like, they just yes, like. like yeah, it was funny. I enjoyed it. And I know it's like a kid's movie, but like it had so much of that spirit of uh, the mummy, like I said, that I like really fucking enjoyed it. Uh-huh. The bad guys were so cool too. the designs of them, like yeah. the the bee guy with the honey. Like they reminded me of a uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean guys. Yeah, the, I like the, the bee guy because like half his face is missing, like half yeah. his head. And it's like, yeah. it's pretty cool. The snake yeah. guy I've seen before like a lot, but like, yeah. I like the the water guy, the mud guy was sick because the he's constantly was, like mud mud's was, constantly running down him. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, like, yeah, I liked it too. I recommend it. I, I it feels like there's gonna be like a lot more of them. I hope not. I think you. I feel like you just leave it alone. But obviously, there's probably gonna be like a quadrilogy. Oh yeah. Shit. But like, yeah, man. Like for what it was and for what people expected, I think you're not gonna go wrong. I'm not. It's definitely better than like I would recommend that. It before exceeded I said, my expectations. I would say go watch that before Stillwater or like uh, any movie that I like haven't recommended yet you know what I mean? uh-huh, yeah uh, yeah I, I really enjoyed it i had fun i had fun watching it yeah yeah so then the green knight what was your you want to i want to talk, talk about ride the eagle okay my thing with ride the eagles i didn't enjoy it you didn't no I, oh man i just thought it was like uh i think i felt about ride the eagle like you did about how it ends it's kind of like, oh, okay, this is a quarantine movie. Yeah. My problem with Ride the Eagle is like, it just felt like a continuation of like New Girl, like, uh, like a one-off oh, button episode yeah. of like. Well, New it was Girl. directed by the director. Correct. Of New Girl. And so it's like, it felt like it was just like a button episode of New Girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where like they cussed a little bit more. Um, I felt like there's just no resolution. It's just kind of like, okay, like it's just about a guy who goes to the woods and like does these things that his mom tells him to do, and it's like, all right, that's it. That's the story. Like, you never like get any resolution with the girl. I or, feel like you do though. I mean, you can say it's like he he's at peace with this, like finding out about his mom, but it's like his mom's not there. So like, because like how the much, whole the whole how much journey, closer are you gonna get? Uh, well, yeah, I think he got it. Though. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to no spoilers, but like I think it, it, for me there was a, like a lot of closure. I think okay at the end of it, that's fine. I you mean, know? I just didn't relate to it. Mm-hmm. I just that's the reason I want to talk about the Ride the Eagles. Just kind of like you can talk about it. I just like when I saw it, I was just like, oh okay, this is fine. Like it's not a bad movie. Definitely uh-huh. not a bad movie um i'd recommend it uh probably more than Stillwater. you know what i mean but it's like when i watched it it wasn't like when i watched uh where was within or what's that other one? Oh uh, yeah uh what's his, his first movie uh something scared scare me scare me yeah or it's like the expectations of those movies were like non-existent because they're like low budget movies uh-huh. that i've like don't know or maybe have similar plots of other movies but it's just like i'm going in kind of blind let me watch this and when i watched ride the eagle it's, uh, when i watched ride the eagle it was just kind of like I don't know. I 
like his character it's him you know what i mean he has he has a character jake johnson yeah and it's like uh i don't i just felt like i was watching like an episode of new girl which is but, but like the new girl was awesome it was like and one, it, one that's right that's shows, right you know? correct it's right yeah. like it's just like i felt like i was expecting more i JK guess jk simmons did a really good job in it yeah he comes out a little bit um, like i thought he was i thought he he was pretty funny and then like like the scenes where he was like serious, like he was acting like, yeah, yeah, cause yeah. he was acting like very like, I don't know, like I I felt like he had that character nailed down. Okay, you know, just like he's I don't just know, a random old guy that says he's been dating his mom. But it's just like, but he's also a little eccentric, you know, like and like the way he he mourned was like funny, you know, like he he like had that like you could believe him, but yeah. it's just like ridiculous at the same time, you know. Yeah, I don't know, I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, like I liked his performance in it. Yeah. But yeah, like Jake Johnson, it's just he's playing Jake Johnson, or what we see. Jake, uh, you know what I mean? Like that's like what he's we're playing used the to. character from the New Girl. Because there's been other movies where he's not playing the Jake Johnson guy. Digging for fire. Uh, that was a little bit more like downer type of guy. I guess that what's that Joe Swanberg movie he made where it's the where he's like a gambler. Oh, that was good. Um, or like uh, the other Joe Swanberg movie, the Beer Buddies, Drinking Buddies, Drinking Buddies. Yeah, that, like. Those are that little, was a little bit though, like they're a little bit muted. It's not so much uh-huh. in this one. I I just feel like he's like, uh, like he's playing his character from fucking New Girl. Like yeah, well he wrote mean? it. So I mean, yeah. I think he was involved in like at the later stages of New Girl, like writing and directing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm um, he just kind of continued it again. Yeah, I just felt like it was the guys that like I, I when I watched the movie, I, I definitely felt like oh like it's the guys that were like got bored during quarantine. They had a cabin and they're like, hey, let's go make a fucking quarantine movie. To me, it was like comfort food. Yeah. type of thing you yeah, know like yeah, i just yeah. enjoyed it like the Correct. whole time yeah you know that's that's my thing like it it's not like on my top 10 i don't think you know like yeah. it's just like i enjoyed it was like a good hour and a half yeah you know? i had heard about it and then i had forgot about it and you reminded mm. me because you said you had watched it and i was like yeah oh shit that movie came out this week until so like uh-huh. yeah i was like excited to watch it and then i was kind of like i left it like kind of like indifferent just like okay <laughs> yeah i wasn't mad i would definitely wasn't mad you know what i mean i was like oh this is cool this is a good movie like but it was just kind of like it, it, i don't know like you just wanted more yeah kind of how i felt about how it ends like i wanted more you know what i mean but mm-hmm. it's like one of those things where it's like uh, i guess this is really a quarantine movie like you know, it's very similar i guess like not like in the story or nothing but like yeah. it is very similar like it's spiritually i guess you know like yeah, the same yeah, type yeah. of thing like I thought, I found there's poignant parts of like how it ends, like certain speeches. You're like, oh, this is like yeah, good exactly. writing. But then it's like the movie as a whole is just like, mm-hmm. huh. <laughs> that's how this was. I, there were some really good scenes. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, like I like like the banter with like that his his ex girlfriend, Darcy, Darcy Garden. Yeah, like that was some. It was good, you know, yeah. back and forth from them and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I re- I recommend it for sure. It's like a, it's definitely like a movie, like a style of movie that I. I would like. say wait until it comes onto whatever platform. It's only like six for. bucks to rent. I would say uh, wait until it comes to like the platform, whatever one you're already paying for. Cody. <laughs> Cody, fucking Hulu, whatever. And then watch it. Yeah. All right. So then The Green Knight. Yeah. What you think? I fucking loved it. Did you love it? I like it blew my fucking socks off. Mm-hmm. I jizzed my pants and then I went back in and rewatched it another time. You, you like, saw it twice? No, I want to though. But, oh. Uh, yeah. I just uh, spiritually, I, it's, a, it's a little connected to like first cow uh, to me. Really? Uh, a little bit. A little it doesn't even. The story is like completely different. Like not even. Yeah. Uh, in tone, I guess you can say, where it's kind of like a muted piece. Um, I don't know. Lately, I've been going through this thing where, like, I just been like, uh, shit's been going on in my life, and lately, I feel like I need. I've needed like a boost uh-huh. in like self doubt with me right now, and the movie just kind of like is like basically about like a struggling kid who like doesn't really think he's an adult you know what i mean like kind of going to kind of becoming adult like an adult uh-huh. like and so it's kind of like i don't know i feel like it's a little about a guy who's kind of aimless like trying to kind of finding his purpose yeah and uh yeah like really spoke to me uh i don't understand why it's so polarizing i don't understand that either like so many people hate it and then i like, don't so, get it like, some people are like, just like what are you guys what were you guys expecting it's like a lot of people are like worst fucking movie ever like can't believe it and yeah. then like everybody's like you guys are fucking dumb for not liking it and i'm just like well you're kind of like you can't really say that either i will say it's one of the most pretentious movies i've ever fucking seen it's very in my life. pretentious yeah but that's how david larry mm-hmm. is so it's just like and i think too like i guess like the people i mean going into it like it's not there's not that much action in it you know 
Yeah, and, there's no action. And in it. it's like, <laughs> and then if you know the director, you kind of have an idea of what to expect. Yeah. And he fucking delivers 100% yeah. as a David Lowry movie. Like, that's yeah, exactly so what like, you get. Yeah, so like, my biggest thing is David Lowry has like a very specific, uh, it's like a very specific voice. Like, a lot of his movies are like uh, pretty heavy. They're like a talking about life or like as existential, as existentialism. You know what I mean? Like, like, what's your purpose in life? Like, a lot of his movies are talking about that. Like, yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, Puff the what was it? Puff Puff the Magic Dragon or what? You, what movie did you make? Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's just about like your family and like your legacy you're leaving behind for your grandkids and uh-huh. like connecting with past generations. A ghost story is about like uh literally your life. You know what I mean? Like questioning your point, your purpose in life. Anthem Body Saints is about two people that love each other so much that they will like go to the end of the fucking world, even if that means death. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they will, they love each other that much. Like their souls are intertwined that much. You know what I mean? And then you got, uh, oh, what was the last movie he fucking made? Um, What was the last movie he fucking made? I'll tell you right now. He made Saint Nick. He made uh, Ain't the Body Saints. He made Ghost Story, Puff the Magic Dragon, or I forgot what it's called, but it's fucking, oh, uh, uh, The Old Man and His Gun. And it's about, uh, yeah, it's about your legacy. It's about you uh, coming to terms with your life and the end of it, you know? Uh-huh. That's like Robert Redford's supposed last oh, fucking movie right, he ever yeah. made, which I thought, that was probably my favorite David Lowry, David Lowry movie. That was probably my favorite. Ghost Story is just like too intense for me. But um, yeah, yeah I've never seen, like, I haven't seen that one, The Old Man and the Gun. David Lowry's like, amazing i just think his like his look at life is rare and i think he makes movies for the sake of art and i think that's totally pretentious yeah you know what i mean but without people like that there is no like art form you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and and i looked at the movie and it's like i don't like dev patel necessarily and like the movie won me over like it's really weird that he's in it like because it's like i i so i heard that interview i don't know if he was he was on the big picture and he just talks about why he chose him and uh, it makes like total sense. Like I get, I get like why I mean him, but like in like the bloodline of of all that, like it, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? It's like it's weird. But he he did an amazing job. You know why is it bloodline? Weird? Well, could it's like King Arthur and like he, yeah. they're all like white dudes. You know that's what you think. That's a King Arthur legend, bro. What? I but where in, they're from? They're from Europe. Yeah, but in the movie, they're all white. Everybody around him is white. Nah, they're mixed. No, not in the yeah, movie. some of the some of the knights are mixed. Really? Yeah, dog. No, Some dude. of them are dark dudes, bro. Yeah, That's my weird. boy. They got that mulatto complexion, my boy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He did such a like, great job, man. Like he, I, I liked him a lot in it. Yeah. Like he, uh, I don't know. His performance was really good, and I don't know. It's just like the way it like plays out. Yeah. Like it's like that slow burn, but it works so well. Like it's just. Like I don't, I don't see any of the like. I know people are like, oh, it's like it's like a half hour too long, whatever. But it's like I don't think it is. Like honestly, I would have watched another hour. That's what I'm saying. Like I think it, it, like it needed to be that long, you know, like to get the point across. Like the when he's uh when he meets the Green Knight uh for the second time, right? Uh-huh. Uh, there's something that happens, and if like they would have played that out in real time, I would have watched it. Oh yeah, I would okay. have done it. I would uh-huh. watched it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude, my, my one of my favorite parts is when he he goes into that girl's house, or he he did he's gonna empty house and like that's a he meets Saint Vicky or Saint he lays Mary. down in the bed yeah, and then yeah, she yeah. wakes him up. Yeah, that's sick, dude. But it's crazy how like that's like all tests for him. Correct. You know, like he's kind of like an arrogant dude, and like they're kind of like testing. Like, mm-hmm. I guess like it's like the first one was greed when he meets that kid. I don't even I don't even like read into it. Like really? I, I mean I have my interpretation for it, but mm-hmm. I didn't want like I was so touched by the movie, but I don't I don't want any like I don't want it I didn't want any influence. I don't want there like to be like a aha uh-huh moment. I just like oh, yeah, yeah. if I watch it again, maybe I find something else yeah. about it. But like yeah, like to me, from what I got from it, it was like, yeah, he's going through all these like different uh stages or like the tests, I think. I guess tests, yeah. whatever, but uh yeah, it's just kinda like uh yeah. It's like almost like every test is basically a part of him. So I feel like, you know, like these could all be fever dreams. Like the tests aren't even necessarily tests. My interpretation is like maybe he dreamed everything he was doing out there and he was just like passed out in the middle of the fucking forest. You know, maybe there was no house. Maybe there was no castle where he meets Mm -hmm. Joel Edgerton. Like Mm -hmm. it's just like those are all part of him that he hasn't connected to. Like, you know, he hasn't found the strength to be honor, like to be honorable. So it's like he meets himself in the form of a girl 
And it's like, she's like, go find my head. <laughs> it's like, why would I do that? And it's like, you're not, just go do it. Don't question she, it. Right? I don't think that like at all. It's so crazy. Like that's her interpretation of it. And then, you know, he gets to the, he gets to the house and it's like, he sees his love and it's like, do I love her or do I love him? Do I want to be him? You know, Joel Edgerton, or do I want to be, do I want to go with my love who I uh, assume is like a, a picture of, you know, my old lady back home? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. It's just like. I don't know. That's my, that's what does my interpretation of the thing. And it's like, yeah, I, I really fucking enjoyed the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, so like you, like he, he's, he's definitely like an asshole in the, in the movie. Uh-huh. And like, he's pompous. Uh-huh, very. And I did not really. I think very. I just think he's childish, like juvenile. Well, I, I, I they, think they, you have, I think that's like a lot of people, like you don't have life experience. And so like, well, not know. even that, but they make him because like when that kid asks, like, you know, he needs, Oh, I need money for whatever. Like he has like a bunch of money and he just throws a coin at him, you know, and it's kind of like kind of like fuck you, like, and then so that's that's kind of like he failed the test and that's why they came like they came back and fucked him over, you know what I mean? And like while he was laying down, like they rotate and they show like his skeleton self that he should have been dead there, or whatever. Yeah, and then he continues like the the next stage, or whatever. And then when he meets that girl, like he kind of just like he just goes and like sleeps in her bed. And he still kind of like fucks her over, you know what I mean? It's not even, yeah. he's like, it's like, I don't know. And then it leads to like the, you know, when he meets the Green Knight, it's like, you have this choice, yeah. you know, like, are you going to like redeem yourself or whatever? And it's like one of those things. Yeah. But um, it's cool. I, I like that a lot. It's like a journey. Like, yeah. it's, I don't know. It's cool. I like it. I, I definitely can't wait to get it on 4K Blu-ray because there's yeah. some scenes where I want to rewatch. Dude, like the whole scene with that, where he goes into that, he finds that girl, like he has to find her head. That yeah. whole scene is like sick to me, man. Like it just, it's just shot so beautifully. Yeah. Like the fog and like the cabin, how it looks and like the river. It's just like everything is just so amazing. Like So the movie's been done since 2000, 2000, 2020. Oh. Uh, the movie's been done. Um, and it's just been sitting. And then over the pandemic, he kind of like, he's never gone back to like tinker with any of his movies. And he just went back and it was just like, maybe I should just like tinker with it. Rewatch right? it and see what I could do. Calls up the guys from the wanting mirror. Cause he's like, this is some of the gnarliest uh, visual effects I've ever done. Right. So they add 60 more visual effects shot to the movie. Like that giant shot was it originally. Oh, it wasn't? No. Cause that's like in the story, right? Isn't that like a big part of the actual story that he? Nah. So uh, if you've ever read the story, the story is just like they don't really talk about the journey. It's not really? so much. Yeah, it's like uh, just kind of like him getting to the night. Um, that like all I that, thought that all part the was in stuff. it because I I I saw something and they were talking about like the way he did that was like was a little bit different from the story, like the giants. So like basically from what. When I read, when I found out he was making the movie, I I read, I read it. Oh, you did? Yeah, and it's like, uh, it's a short story, but uh, yeah, they don't really go into like, they don't really go into detail about like they just say he's walking with giants. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They don't tell you that they like looked at him and they stopped or anything like that. Yeah. But nah, like that's not the story. Doesn't really go into detail about. It's just about him at the party. The Green Knight approaches. They do the duel. And then he spends a lot of time contemplating what the fuck that just happened. Uh-huh. And then he basically goes on the journey back to get to the Green Knight. But they don't ever like, like in the story, I don't even remember him talking, stopping to talk to the girl. So his mom sets him up, huh? Uh, like she calls the Green Knight pretty much? Yes, because she thinks he's ready to be a man. That's so she's trying to set him up to be a man type That's of thing? That's what I think. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I didn't know what to think of that. Like, because I know... She did the wax, the green wax. Like he pretty much gave him the same card, whatever, the same envelope. It's like the same. Oh green yes, wax, yes, yes, you know? yes, yes. So the like, one oh, she wrote. Like, yes. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, that's yeah. weird. like I was like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if she like what her like she wants him to overtake the throne already. So now she's like, kind of in charge. Like I would, I didn't know if it was like malicious or like she just wants. No, I think she's like, a, I think she's like a mystic. I think she's uh-huh. like a, a witch. And I just think that, like, for everybody has different paths. And I think that's just, like, a spell that she conjured for this motherfucker. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's like, in her bag of party tricks, it's like, let me call the Green Knight. Because I think this will lead him on his journey. Yeah. The Green Knight is sick, dude. Yeah. I like him. He's it's sick. cool, man. I, I mean, it's like, you take the literal Green Knight as, like, somebody who doesn't know. Like, this is just a young kid. Like, yeah, I know the Green Knight is the other guy. But, like, to me, the movie's called the Green Knight because it's a guy trying to figure out how to be a fucking adult. It's, like, green, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go on this journey, um, yeah, man. I don't know. I fucking loved it. I know a lot of people that didn't like it. A lot of smart people. A lot of people that there's a lot of smart people that don't like it. Yeah. 
What what do they say about it? Uh, it's a little pretentious, and it's uh, shit don't make sense. Like, uh, I think that's part of it. he took mushrooms halfway through the movie, and like the it's like <laughs> it didn't make sense to him either in the journey. You know what I mean? Like it's like <sighs> my thing is like you got to look at it for art is art sake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like sh- David Lowry's not shy about, especially in interviews now, saying that. Dude, when the movie first started and you see the opening shot, I was like fucking sold. Like this is just so, so like sick. It's like it's just like outside of the of the the village, yeah. and you have like the wall. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and like, the house is on fire. Or yeah, it's just like so sick. Dude. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, my yeah, god, yeah, I'm already right, sold on right, this shit. Right. Yeah, that's cool. But um, yeah, it's a real special movie. Uh, I really fucking enjoyed it. Top ten for you? I don't know yet. I don't know. I it's mean, it's a weird year, huh? For top tens, it's not a weird year. It's just like I just know right now this was a start of like the avalanche. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, like between now and December, it's like we got like movies upon movies upon movies upon movies coming up. Yeah, yeah, that like can make that list. A lot and, of like like blockbuster movies too, like Ghostbusters yeah. and Halloween yeah. and like yeah, yeah, just a lot that, of a lot of. I could see those man. being in my top ten if they're good. A lot of little movies too. It's just like uh, right now it's the season like. Yeah, so we'll we'll see, man. I I I, uh, I really liked it. I really fucking. I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I did. Uh huh. Um, you know, I like his other movie. I like the Man and His Gun like so much. Just, just like that's a, that's my sensibilities. Like a seventies caper movie with mm-hmm. one of my all time favorite uh, actors, who's like one of my dad's favorites and that's always like a plus when you know i can connect with like people i love about certain things and it's yeah. just like i don't know that was such a good fucking movie like a, uh what do you call it a, uh like the the nightcap to like a career for robert redford you uh-huh. know what i mean it's like such a beautiful movie to go out on and uh casey affleck the god is in it dude casey affleck is sick um, you know, it's funny. He's got a he's got an interesting career. The reason I found out about David Lowry is because when Ain't Them Body Saints came out, it was like such a beautiful looking movie. Uh-huh. I was in love with the DP Bradford Young, uh, this young black kid who was like a black man, older black man now. But like, yeah, it's just a movie that like I had heard about. You got to see this. This is like all the movies that out the festivals. You know, I mean, people are going crazy for like years ago. I was like, fuck. And then I watched the movie and I was like, oh, this is really good. You know what I mean? And then I saw Ghost Story, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's mm-hmm. on a whole nother fucking level. And uh, yeah, man, just like you give him a Disney, you know, he's making Wendy and Lucy or Wendy and Peter right Peter now. Peter Pan, yeah. But it's like, you know, he already did Puff the Magic Dragon, and it's like such a fucking good Disney movie. Like, low key, I know a lot of people didn't see it, but it's a good fucking movie, man. Um, yeah, he's just got a really interesting career. And uh, the movies he makes, it's just like, why do you do that? It's like, why don't? Why not? Mm-hmm. You know? What made you make an Arthurian legend? Why'd you want to make like uh, a legend about Sir Gawain? You know what I mean? It's like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Could A24 is giving me money to do yeah, it? Why not? You know, it's like, for, and apparently it was like, it wasn't expensive or like the, the for the, their, that type of movie. You know what I mean? Like, it had to be like a fifty million dollar twenty. Yeah, but yeah. that's like the way it looks. It looks like it's got a very big budget. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, man, it's like pretty crazy. You know, his reference was Willow, he said, or some shit like really? that. Really? Yeah. I could see that. Because, you know, a lot of those 80s movies, epics, the uh-huh. fantasy epics are like, uh, were made real, you know, practical effects. So it's like, we wish we could have, but not everything, mm-hmm. you know? I guess a lot of the visual effects shot they went back in and did was just basically to expand the frame. Oh, really? So, like, they did a lot of, like, digital mapping, like, around. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, when he takes the shrooms, uh-huh. I guess that was supposed to be, like, a mid shot. Like, you don't see the fox or anything like that. But it's, like, there's a shot where it, like, turns around and you see, like, the fox on the whole fucking mountain and shit. Yeah. And that's all, like, digital mapped and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty crazy. So they just made it, like, a bigger movie. Yeah. But I guess those scenes, I don't know, necessarily bigger in scope. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. The scenes he was talking about specifically is, like, another one where, like, they're watching the play right after he chops the head off of the mm-hmm. Green Knight. And, uh... They're all watching the puppet play, and then it like camera flips, and like you see the whole town watching it. Yeah, maybe it's basically a like, digital map to make it a little bit bigger. Oh, like okay. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, I recommend it to people who have seen David Lowry movies too before. Yeah, and it it's like, and like I would say if you're like an A twenty four fan, but then like a lot of people are seeing like I would uh, say if you've seen David Lowry movies before and if you enjoy them, watch it. Yeah, that's what I told Ralph. Ralph asked me, he's like, "What movie should I watch?" And I was like. Uh, he's like, should I watch Stillwater? I was like, I mean, you can. It's like, uh, I was like, have you seen David Lauer movies? He's like, yeah, I've seen like three of them. I'm like, 
go watch Green Mile Boy. <laughs> yeah. You'll enjoy it. But yeah, uh, it's a great fucking movie. You guys should get out there and watch more movies like it. Because uh, without people going to see movies like that, they won't be able to make movies like that. Um, yeah. Uh, per usual, we enjoyed recording this ep. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this ep. Uh, hit me on the flip side or catch me at another time, Jobin. Laters. <laughs> Later. <laughs>